And thank you for those of you who prayed for me. Good morning for our brothers and sisters in Zoom. Thank you for staying in tune. And thank you for all my supports over here and over there and everywhere. <laughs> now, our lesson is forgiveness. You have seen it's easier said and done. Or easier said than done. Well, our verse Psalm 130 depicts the real message. But with you, there is forgiveness so that we could we can, with reverence, serve you. Now, I would like to have an introduction uh, because I was inspired by the theme and the message of our BBS last time. You remember uh, the opening over here, the entrance? It says, this way to Nineveh. And you, if you're going to Nineveh, you have to enter through the mouth of the big fish like Jonah did. Well... Let's see the explanation. Thank you, Peter. For God, it's easier said than done. But for man, it's easier said than done. Verse 4 is the key. But with you, there is forgiveness so that we can, with reverence, serve you. That's Psalm 130. Let's skip to that. Okay. So, for God and for man, what's the difference? For God, He's always looking at you. He's always looking at me. He's always looking at the object of forgiveness. It's you, it's me. He's looking for, the, for that. You are the apple of His eye. So, He's not looking at your fault. He's not looking at what you have done, but he's looking at you. But for man, we always have these uh, sore eyes. I call that sore eyes because it's a I, me, myself sickness. Right? I was hurt. I felt that even now. You have done it, and I really felt it, and it's reverberating in my heart, in my being. What you have done is wrong. What is important is you and me. What you have done wrong is not what he's looking at. What he's looking at is what can be saved. And that's you. And that's me. And for us, we always wanted to get even. Right? We're thinking that if he gets the same medicine, if he will feel, if she would feel the same thing, that would settle it to get even, right? That's why for God, it's easier said and done. But for us, it's easier said than done. Of course, the psalmist in Psalm 130, offers us the four steps so that you could experience forgiveness and you could bestow or share or give out forgiveness to your wife, to yourself, to your friend, 
someone has said, the closest the relationship is, the harder to forgive. Right? But could it be done? Let's see. Four ways. Number one, repentance. Verses 1 and 2 says, Out of the depth, okay, I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. People experience depths of poverty, right? Of sorrow, of pain, like what uh, Sister Elinda had shared to us, and we, we know all that, what happened to Maui, what happened to Canada, what happened to uh, places with fire, with uh, drought, with uh, flood, with death, and everything. People feel the depths of poverty, sorrow, and pain. But the psalmist is talking about the depth in his heart, the awareness of his sin, and the guilt of sin. Do you remember the story of the prodigal son? The prodigal son realized that there are only two of them. His older brother and him, and his parent is very rich and getting old. Maybe soon he will die, and he will divide his uh, entire riches to my brother and to me. Now I would like to demand my right of the half. And so, that's what happened, right? As you remember the story? And he gets it. And he used it anyway. It's my money. I will use it to whatever I want and to where I want. So he looked and then he spent everything. He found many friends because he's giving out money. He's sharing it to people. But when the money runs out, friends went already. They are gone and no one left him. Everyone left him and no one was there for him. And even a bed to sleep, food to eat, there's nothing more. Now, what happened? There comes the awareness of his sin and the guilt of what he did. So what comes next? He thinks of repenting. He thinks of his planning to go back to his father, ask for forgiveness, not even wanting to demand his right as son. I will go there, I will apply for work, and I will ask my father, employ me, forgive me and employ me and treat me as one of your servants. He wants to cry out of the depths of his heart because he realized his sin and the guilt of what he did. Secondly, second step that the psalmist would like to tell us, to teach us, and to share to us is our responsibility. You know what? If you, Lord, kept a record of sin, Lord, who could stand? Not me, 
not even the greatest among the people, right? I remember uh, I had this experience. I failed a subject, and uh, I talked to the teacher, to the professor, and he showed me the record, right? My test paper, my attendance is good, perfect, but to give me a, a passing grade, he has to look on my grade, on my test paper. But according to my record, you failed. And if God will look on his record about me, about you, about what we have done, we will all fail. Now my teacher said, if you would like, I will give you a special project. I will not look at your record. I will look at you because I know you're a good student. But you failed the exam. But then I will give you a second chance. Do this project. And after you do this project, come back to me. Well, God is always been doing that. As a parent, he will say to his daughter, he will say to the son, Son, what you did is wrong. I do not like that. It hurts me. But remember, you're still my son. You're still my daughter. Even though what you did is wrong, and I do not like it, I don't approve of it, always come back to me. I'm, my hands, my arms are open wide to receive you because I love you. I'm not looking at your fault. I'm not looking at what you have done. I'm looking at our relationship. You are my son. You are my daughter. I love you. But it is our responsibility, of course. Our we receive the forgiveness, we have to share it. A while ago, we recite the prayer, our Father, right? And everybody memorized that by heart, sometimes over-memorized. That's why we get it wrong. The more you memorize, the more you forget. <laughs> that's, why, that's what they said uh, in one of my classes, they said, the more you study, the more you learn. The more you learn, oh, the more you study, the more you learn. The more you learn, the more you forget. Because it's too many, right? Too many to remember. It's like a piling cabinet. Those, who are, th those piles that are back there, because it's too many, it's clogging up, our brain, our memory, so too much to remember. So, can we rehearse the Lord's Prayer again? Can we recite it now? Ready? Our Father, which art in heaven, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Okay, stop right there. Don't you see? We are putting restriction to ourselves. We are saying, as if we are saying to God, don't forgive me if I will not, if I did not forgive my brother. 
Because it says, and forgive us from our debt, for our trespasses. As we forgive, as we have forgiven our debtors, our those who trespass against us. So it is our responsibility not only to receive forgiveness, but also to bestow, to share, to give out forgiveness. That's why it's easier said than done because you do not practice this part of the verse. And forgive us from our debts, debts, as we forgive our debtors or our trespassers, those who trespass against us. That's the dilemma of Jonah. Should I go to Nineveh, the easiest way, obey God to receive his forgiveness and forgive others too? Or I'm going to Tarshish. The harder way. How many of us learn things in the harder way? In, including me. Right? That's why when, when we are teaching our, our kids, okay, this is the way to wash the plate, uh, get the soap, wash the cups first, and then the spoon and fork last, the plate. Why? It's the same thing. Because the sponge that you use, first it's clean, then soap, and then put it on a glass, so it's clean. And then the spoon, and last, why, 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 why the plate is last? Because the plate is the dirtiest. It has grime, it has grease. If you do it first, it will transfer to the sponge, and you will transfer it to the glass and to the spoon. Right? Make sense? So they do it at first, and then next time they forget. And then one time, uh, one of the kids put the dirty spoon on the person who washed it. And the person who washed it doesn't want to use it. Right? Do it properly so that next time when you use it, it's clean and nice, right? So, which one do you like? The Tarshish way or the Nineveh way? Brothers and sisters, it is our responsibility to receive God's forgiveness while it's there and to bestow to share, and to give to others also. Freely you receive. Freely. You should share and you should give. Someone has said, the person who has baggage feels the load. Why will you carry that hatred? Remember, the person you hate, he's enjoying his life. He never even thinks of the things he did to you. But you, you cannot sleep. You have a headache. You have wrinkles because you carry that baggage. Give out the forgiveness because God already forgive you. Next, ingredient or ways or steps, as the psalmist says, 
redemption. Verses 4 to 7. But with you there is forgiveness so that we can with reverence serve you. Parents always experience this, right? Uh, a scenario is the kid always obey because they don't want to get punished. Second scenario is the kid always obeys because they honor and respect their parents. Not because they fear them, but because they appreciate how the parents love them. Which is the better scenario? Those who obey because of fear of punishment or those who obey because they fear and respect the parents. That's what the psalmist is telling us, is sharing us. God gives us the forgiveness so that we could feel how He loves us, how He cared for us, how He wants to sacrifice everything for you and for me. As we look at the Old Testament, the Hebrew word that has been used was hesed. It's a Hebrew word, right? And from the English translation, there is no exact translation from the word hesed. That's why it's used 246 times in the Old Testament. Sometimes it was translated as mercy. Sometimes it was used as love. Sometimes it was used as grace. Sometimes it was used as loving kindness. But the root word is always been hesed. And uh, to illustrate the point, when Moses and God meets at the top of the mountain, God introduces himself to Moses. And this is what is uh, written from Exodus chapter 33, verse 6, 6 to 7. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. That's the character of God. That's Hesed. That's who our God is. That's how He felt for you. That's how He treats us. Hesed. It's a combination of loving kindness, compassionate, gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love, and faithfulness. He's not only gracious, he's also abounding in love. He's not only slow to anger, he's merciful. It's God's hesed. So, God's great forgiveness develops a sense of gratitude and reverence. It softens our heart. It humbles and overwhelms us because of God's love mercy, faithfulness, loving kindness, being slow to anger, it will put our knees down and bowing our heads to God, our Father, to Jesus, our Savior. So that's the third ingredient, steps 
to experience forgiveness, repentance, responsibility, redemption. And last, verse 8, He himself will redeem Israel from all their sin. There comes restoration. I would like to demonstrate. Sorry. How God himself redeemed Israel. For example, this is your heart. This is my heart, right? And uh, you see there's something in there? Because it's 99.99 forgiven percent. So 0.1% is there. He forgives us from our sin. But yesterday, what you did? You sin, right? This morning, what you did? What did you think? About your brother. About your wife. About your long lost friend. What did you did at your work? What you did to yourself? What you have you been doing until now? So, we put little by little, we sin a little, we lie a little, we kept secret a little, we cheat a little. Oh, I see Fred. For Fred, more. Because he's big. For me, even more. Right? And even more. Now, we have to cleanse our life for us to come near to God. Remember, at the mountain where Moses and God meet together, God even said, no one should come to the mountain, not even cows, pigs, goats. They cannot even graze near the mountain or they will die. And when he said to Moses, I will show myself to you, but you cannot see my face because no one sees my face and live. Because of 99.99 sins of Moses were forgiven, but there is 0.1% that remains in his heart. That's why he cannot see God. Only the back of God. When God passes, he saw God's back, but not his face. Now, how did God himself restore our relationship by redeeming us, by forgiving us? Um, let's see. Let's open this up. I lost my coin. Now, imagine this is Jesus' blood. So, God created us, put us, 
in a pedestal, and He gives us the paradise. I'm talking about Adam and Eve. And He planned that Adam and Eve will procreate inside the paradise, and we all live in the paradise. You don't need an air conditioning. You don't need a heater. You don't need anything. Everything is there. Everything is pleasant. No problem at all. But then because of sin, we all fail, we fall from temptation, and then that's why we're here. There's fire, there's flood, there's hurricane, there's problem, finances, loss, and everything. But God himself provides a way to forgive our sin. Not from us, but from him. He gave us his son to die on the cross. To redeem us. See how he loves you. Two, because of Jesus' blood, all our sins were cleansed. But remember, you put again. Every day and every moment of your life, you sin and sin, you sin and sin. But remember, God's love is even greater than all of your sin. God's forgiveness is always available as long as you do what the psalmist says. Repentance, responsibility, Remember, repentance is your friend. It's good to try. Good to experience it. But do your responsibility, my friend, my brothers, my sister. If you receive freely, you have to share it freely. Because you want to experience the great power of redemption. Enjoy. That is the restoration of relationship to God, to your spouse, to your office mate, to your friend, to your long-lost friend because of excess baggage, and to others. When Jesus forgave your sin, he forgave everything through the redemption of his blood. Will you pray with me? Our Father, we would like to give thanks to you because of your hesed, because of your loving kindness, the forgiveness that overflows in Jesus in Jesus' blood, on the Calvary. Lord, we ask for forgiveness. We want to be responsible and share that forgiveness to others. We don't want excess baggage, oh God. We want to experience in our lives, in our Christian life, the power of your redemption. And we want to enjoy the restored relationship with you, which you plan ahead of time. 
and enjoy my relationship with my wife, with my husband, with my kids, with my loved ones, with my co-workers, with my friends, with my neighbor, and other people too. Bless us, O God, as we enjoy this gift that you have given unto us. In Jesus' name, amen. Enjoy the restored relationship with God by choosing Jesus. Ask your personal Lord and Savior today through the redemptive power of His shed blood on the cross of Calvary. And because you have experienced this now, forgiveness is easier said than done. Would you say amen to that? Amen. amen.